Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock! Well, Hammer, Trump says he's been informed by the deranged special counsel that he's <laughs> the target of a January 6th probe and expects an another indictment coming down the line anytime soon here. Uh, so I'm starting to lose track of all the indictments. There's one in New York, right? The That's Fat Alvin. The state level with the campaign finance and the hush money payments, blah, blah, blah. Then we have this this Jack Smith guy, the special counsel, deranged special counsel Jack Smith, uh, <laughs> who has indicted him over the process crimes of the uh, the, the documents in the bathroom at Mar-a-Lago. Right. And so we have a potential third indictment now, as I understand it, coming down the pipeline. I haven't seen it. Nothing's been official, but Trump talked about it, right? He wrote on Truth Social um, that he's going to be the target of the of a January 6th grand jury investigation. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say, this gives me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, quote, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. Mm. So we're talking January 6th stuff here, Nige. Now, yep. a spokesperson for the special counsel's office declined to comment on Trump's remarks about this probe. And technically, the new charges against Trump are unclear. But if this is yeah. January 6th stuff, I mean, we kind of know where this is going to go, right? Yeah. And you have to remember the, the Jack Smith dude, the special counsel, was already investigating the January 6th stuff as some sort of conspiracy. And the, the mis. The indictment of the mishandling of the documents was not his main focus, but that ended up being his first indictment. His original task was January 6th. And by the way, just a side note, if, did you happen to notice, like, there were two, Trump released two giant long statements. You only read a little bit of it. But I noticed that the statements didn't really mention anything specifically about January 6th and what happened because, I mean, I think somebody in his inner circle got to him and said, hey, Remember that debacle of an interview you had with Brett Baer about the classified documents? <laughs> Let's not make the same mistake again. I just thought as a side note, that was kind of funny. Now, if you're Donald Trump, maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, hell, I got the DOJ, you know, beating down my neck here. What if I, oh, I don't know, illegally bought a gun, lied on the gun background check, laundered money, uh, evaded taxes, accepted bribes from foreign <laughs> oligarchs, smuggled coke into the White House? Maybe, <laughs> maybe the DOJ would look the other way. But instead, I told people to protest peacefully, right. and now they're coming after me. And for those of you who don't remember, here is Donald Trump on January 6th. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard today. Peacefully. Ah. Interesting. Yeah, like he had every right to protest. Trump had every right to demonstrate the outcome of the 2020 elections. But what the deranged prosecutor, (laughs) Jack Smith, what what this dude's trying to prove is... I guess what was Trump's end goal on January 6th? Screwing with the transfer of power after the election? That's a big deal, and that's what he's trying to prove. Is it the transfer of power, or is it 
firing up the crowd to cause such chaos. I just do not see in any way, shape, or form. There's too much. There's that that speech that he gave. There's his Twitter. I mean, he went out on Twitter and said this exact same thing, right? Two separate tweets. And then there was a third one that had video that Trump claims was ultimately deleted by Twitter. But two of them are still up. If you go back and look at Donald Trump's Twitter feed from January 6, 21, quote, I'm asking everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Then there's a follow-up tweet. Quote, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. So, yeah, so, so, so the incitement thing, I just don't see it. I mean, there were already lunatics over there uh, acting, acting out of control while Trump was still on stage. Uh, but I do see them, maybe the angle of the transfer of power after the election, the whole, you know, the Fulton County, Georgia, stop the steal thing, find me some votes. That might be another angle. That might actually be an, another indictment altogether. So if Georgia happens, which I think everybody agrees is probably going to happen, you're looking at four here. Four indictments going on during a presidential campaign, which he's leading. This is such a bizarre time in our country. Strange. It's a wild time. And what's strange, I guess it's not so much strange, but I feel like it's inevitable, inevitable now is that he's going to get a bump in the polls again. Sure. If another indict, he always does. Uh, now here's the question everybody needs to ask themselves, and I don't. I'm not saying that there is, but if there is solid evidence that Trump tried to, I don't know, manipulate or snatch back the election through some sort of illegal maneuver, does that matter more to voters than this whatever this stupid process crime over keeping the documents at Mar-a-Lago? Does that, if there's any proof there? But I think the whole thing, I think for Trump voters, the whole thing is tainted. And it doesn't matter what they come up with. And I'm beginning to wonder, and I don't know if this is a thing or not, if there's going to be DOJ fatigue setting in for a lot of independents or Republican voters who may or may not like Donald Trump at all. Because I think there's a lot of people that don't like Donald Trump personally, but they see what's happening to him from the Russian PP tape to the collusion to this whole sham January 6th primetime televised event. There's a lot of people going, you know what? I think the DOJ is crooked. I think the FBI is crooked. And if I hear Donald Trump say, I'm going to go in there and fire everybody and blow everybody out, then that man's going to have my vote. Maybe that's the case. If they I can, don't know. If they can do it to, to a previous president of the United States, then what are they going to do to the you know Joe Sixpack? Earlier today, live on C-SPAN, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, flame-throwing representative in the House from Georgia, shared her thoughts on live television about the Donald Trump legal stuff. Yeah, it's absolute bullshit. Yeah, that's my reaction. Um, this is the only way that the Democrats have to beat President Trump is to arrest him, smear him, charge him with ridiculous charges, all in a cover-up of Joe Biden's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes. It's it's unbelievable. It's hard to even recognize that this is our country. Um, the American people are going to be furious. 
and and what Jack Smith is doing is is the weaponized government, and he's weaponizing the Department of Justice against President Trump in a complete lie about President Trump in January 6th. So my question is, and again, we don't know the specifics of what they're trying to get Donald Trump for in regards to January 6th, but if it's firing up the crowd, which ultimately led to the doors being breached and windows being broken at the Capitol building, that sets a pretty dangerous precedent for the summer of love, doesn't it? Because there are a lot of folks around this country, including here in Indianapolis, that told police to stand down, let the rioters do what they want, and people ended up dead. Yeah, interesting angle. I hadn't thought of that. I mean, look at that Ray Epps character in the middle of it all on multiple days, caught inciting a crowd, inciting a riot, telling them to go up and, and go through. Right. And that guy's sitting, you know, scot-free. Now, I get the Capitol is a federal case, and in your own backyard here, it's going to be more of a local matter, but if the law states that you can go after somebody for inciting a crowd and letting rioters do as they wish, three people died in Indianapolis during those riots, and Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, he put out a tweet, quote, if President Trump is going to be indicted for his speeches before January 6th, then why is Senator Bernie Sanders going to be fine? Why isn't he indicted for his speeches that led to the attempted murder of Steve Scalise and other Republicans oh, yeah. right. at the softball game? Um, an older video from Tucker Carlson is starting to make its way around. And when I say older, I think it's a couple weeks old. It wasn't like it's anything that he put out today, but I think the message still holds up. Whatever else you say about him, Trump is the one guy with an actual shot of becoming president who dissents from Washington's longstanding pointless war agenda. And for that, that one fact, they're trying to take Trump out before you can vote for him. And that should upset you more than anything that's happened in American politics in your lifetime. So, again, if this is about the incitement of the crowd then I think Brett Kavanaugh would like to have a part of this conversation (laughs) because old crying Chuck Schumer, remember his statement standing outside on those steps, uh, basically threatening Brett Kavanaugh that people were going to attack him in some way or go after him in some way. Maybe you talk to Maxine Waters. Again, a lot of legal stuff surrounding number 45 right now.